What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Son of a Glitch podcast. This is episode 2, maybe 1.5, I'm not sure yet. Uh, today, Monster's not with us. If you're watching live here on Twitch, you'll notice there's a big X over the Cookie Monster face. He's not here. Little bastard had to go to work today. Uh, but, I mean, we all have to work, so that's just a problem we all have to deal with in life. Uh, I am joined, however, by SAS Omerita. How you doing, Steph? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing okay. You doing uh, alright today? Nothing, nothing particularly bad. Right. Just uh, a little tired. A little tired. Night. Yeah. Alright, so, let's get into it. What have you done this week in gaming? What is the first thing you did this week? Oh, right, I uh, I know life to Rainbow Six because there's been an update, which um, it's, it's took one, one operator called Glaz, who was this kind of sniper guy, he was a bit useless before, he didn't really have anything good, but now he has thermal imaging and he is so broken that it hurts my brain. Uh, but it has made the game really fun and shifted the meta a little bit and it's it's been really fun to, to play. Uh, no life ranked, drop down a rank and drop back up a rank, so it's uh, it's been good all in the end. And then I uh, revisited Overwatch for a little while. I um, haven't played Overwatch now for probably six to eight months. Last time I played, you. There wasn't like caps on hero limit. All right. Um, and it's it's been nice to come back on and see what they've been doing, and it's it's been cool. It's been good. Yeah, I've only. And I've, yourself, Chris, what have you been doing? Well, I mean, just to go on with you, I've only done Rainbow Six the uh, one time with you, Justin, Ellis, and uh, it was it was a interesting ah, yes. interesting experience because I haven't had the chance to actually experience Rainbow Six and its full potential yet. I've kind of just dicked around with it a little bit and. You know, it was fun. It's in in my opinion, it was a little bit more slow-paced and campy than I wanted it to be cuz I mean, when I was doing it, I was just fortifying walls and praying to God I wasn't going to die. I mean, like, you know, if I'm standing up against a wall like this and I just pop out that much, poof or poof, I'm dead. I'll be gone. So stand up against the wall. Yeah, you poof, you're dead. It was interesting. Shot, shot straight through it. But uh, all right. So this week in gaming, we did nothing but trials all weekend uh, on Destiny. I'm sitting in the tower right now because I still can't find another um, another social space game that I own yet that I can just go in and kind of chill in there. Um, but we did a lot of trials runs this weekend. We played with a lot of viewers and. Holy shit, the follows on Twitch this week. I could not believe how much my channel was just blowing up all weekend. And it was a it was a cool experience, man. There were a lot of hosts this weekend and it was a it was a fun experience. It really was. Uh from there, uh trials just ended today. Uh literally what? 3-4 hours ago. Unfortunately, because of my work schedule and the time difference in Japan and stuff, I'm unable to do the final, like, 15 hours of trials and help my viewers out. But uh, as soon as I got home, Mass Effect Andromeda just dropped today. And I've been waiting years to get a new Mass Effect game. Just been waiting so anxiously. So the minute I walked in the door, I said hello to the wife, I gave her a kiss, and I said, see you later. I came over, I sat down, I turned on Mass Effect, and I played through the prologue and a little bit into the first mission. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything at all, because if you guys want to check out the game, uh, go and do it. Um, 
sadly, I did notice a few issues with the game. I was playing it on Xbox One. My PC won't handle it. And one of the issues I came across was the sound kept cutting in and out during cutscenes specifically. And we also had some issues with uh, the actual graphics themselves. It was, it was kind of choppy at times. I don't feel that the game's running at 60 frames. I'm not even sure. I, I literally tried not to learn anything about Mass Effect. It's my favorite series, and I didn't want to have anything ruined. So I don't know anything about the game. I don't know anything about the specs. The only thing I knew going in was that there was a father, a son, and a daughter named Ryder. And that was it. I knew that there was a Pathfinder. I know that there's a ship called Tempest. And I know that they are in Andromeda looking for new worlds. I knew that it was, it was going to take place over 600 years after the events of Mass Effect 3. And that they left for this new world before the Reapers invaded Earth. So to go in and try it, to, to see a new world, to see a new galaxy, it was very interesting. Um, the movement is a lot different now. It's, it's much different than it used to be. There's different jumps and evade modes. I'm looking forward to going into PvP and trying that out as well. But um yeah that's it's like adaptive cover isn't there now. Yeah it's, it's not like you it's not like you just stick to knee high walls like you used to. It's like right. you can kind of vault them and it's yeah. it's much more fluid the movement. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to have to kind of go in and re uh, redo the controls on my elite controller to kind of get used to it I guess cuz I was having a hard time crouching because I've got I mean my elite is set up specifically for destiny. So I'm going to just have to go in and kind of tweak with that a little bit. Definitely going to have to tweak with it a little bit. Alright, well, on to today's agenda. Today we're talking about rage. We're going to be talking about raging in video games. And if you have ever watched me live on my channel, you have seen some righty rage. I have gotten so pissed off. I have gotten so angry that I've thrown shit across the room. I have pounded on my desk so hard that my camera has gone flying off of my monitor and hitting the floor. I've had my mics drop and bash on the ground. You guys have seen me chuck headphones. You guys have seen me chuck controllers. And that is all out of rage. So today, that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're also going to be going into the teabag issue. A lot of people have issues with teabagging, some people don't, and we're going to get into that later, but first, uh, Steph, do you have any, like, rage stories of when you raged in a game so bad? Um, yeah, I got, got quite a few. Um, Alright, give, give me a good one, give me a good oh, rage just, story. Just trying to think of the best one. Um, Oh, okay, so the best one's probably from Destiny, to be honest, just because that game's so fucking rage-inducing. Um, so, there's this one time, I think I sent you a clip once, uh, Chris. Um, I'm just... It's on the Anomaly, and this is, like, quite an old patch. I think this was maybe House of Wolves. Um, yeah, it must have been, because there was Galahorn in the clip. Basically, um... It was me and me and three players. We were playing uh, Control. We had another three, obviously, a little blueberries, and um, we were so close to winning the round. Like we were, we were literally like 
Uh, well, it was heavy ammo, so heavy ammo was up, and the, an opponent was in the tunnel with a Galahorn, and I was pissing around with the Nolan Beyond. And I saw him pop around the corner, popped his head, and was like, oh, that's great. And then suddenly, Galahorn comes in, <laughs> boom, whole team dead. We end up losing the game, and the worst thing is, is that it's just so laggy that in the clip that I sent Chris of this thing, the guy dies from the headshot from the Nolan Beyond like 20 seconds afterwards. Like, it's that bad and that laggy. So I send this guy a message, I'm raging. Just, <laughs> I just can't contain the rage. Send him a message, send him another message, send him another message. Swearing in the message, banned. Okay, it's like a ban for communications. Um, which then leads me to uh, have a week long of, of just essential rage. Can't play with anyone, can't do anything. Wanting to run raids, can't run raids, can't talk, can't do stuff over Skype. That's got to be the most rage-inducing thing. Right. <laughs> it was so bad. So, so bad. So we started um, doing... Another thing as well. Alright, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Was, well, what I was going to say is, is the worst thing, another another really bad rage thing with Destiny, and I'm sure you'll remember this, is when we used to run Oryx, um, and, you know, you'd get round to the last rotation, and somebody doesn't know how to jump left. Oh, Somebody my God. jumps to the wrong fucking witch when you're doing the witches, and the whole thing's like... <laughs> like, hey, what what was it? Was it was it clockwise world. or counterclockwise? It was counterclockwise, right? I can't. It's been ages. Counterclockwise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't done it in a while either. I'm, I'm obviously I'm gonna have counter. to. I am gonna have to start doing it, and I I understand that. But um, my God, man, that was. Remember. <sighs> like you, like when it, when hard mode first dropped, and you would take like the best part of two hours doing it. Oh, it was and you just couldn't do it because it? the one person in your team couldn't do it. It was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, uh, as, as soon as we get done with this podcast tonight, I'm actually going to be jumping into a raid. I'm going to be, uh... My channel, we're starting to do raid helping. We're going to start chirping raids. And it's... It's a whole different thing, man. I had a little fit of rage the other night. Um... I did my first challenge mode the other day. I always knew how to do it. I just actually had to get in there and do it. Because, um, you know, I'm I'm a PvP guy. When the raids come out, yes, I do the raids. Yeah. That way I can get the gear, get the highlight level really fast. But after that, I didn't touch them. I did the first raid challenge, but in the second one, I just... I could care less. I could have cared less. And then I saw the new record book coming out, and you have to have all these challenges done, and this and that. So I was like, alright, fuck it. I'm going to do that. Then they announced that they're bringing the old raids back. So I'm like, all right. My channel's been growing, and I'm I'm enjoying having people in chat. I'm enjoying doing different activities with my viewers. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to start doing raid help. And I've seeked out some, some really nice guys that have been coming in and helping me out. We've got John, who's been coming in helping me out. Uh, if you guys don't know him, Mr. Wilcox, there's a little shout-out for you. Um... I've also got another one of my subscribers, NutNut. Nut. Uh, I use a sub-service called GameWisp, if you guys are wondering, because I'm not a partnered streamer. And um, he's been helping me out with raids, really nice guy. Um, you know, just, I'm not the greatest PvE player. I know how to do it, but sometimes I make mistakes, and I keep making the same mistakes, so it's nice to have these guys that can come in and help me help other people. Like, that's, that's what's important to me. But the other night, we were doing the raid challenge, and 
the first night we did it, um, we must have been in there for four or five hours. And it was so frustrating because we knew how to do it, but we just weren't communicating right or something. Uh, eventually a couple of people had to go, we pulled in, a, uh, one or two more people, and we did it, I think, on the second try. Which was great. And then I decided to do the raid help again the next night, and we spent five hours and didn't finish. And then the next day it took another four hours just to finish that raid. So... It was, it was stressful, and I understand that doing raid help can get stressful sometimes, especially if you're helping a few people who haven't done it before. I've only, I had only done it on PlayStation once, so, I mean, I knew how to do it, but, you know, these raids can get glitchy, and I started getting frustrated, I started chucking my headset, I started chucking my, uh, chucking my controller a little bit, and it just led to me... I planned on doing trials at reset, and I decided that I was so stressed out, I had to go out and get mm -hmm. a little bit tipsy very fast. Uh, my wife was at the bar down the road with her friends. I, I hosted the Power Rangers marathon that they're doing here on Twitch, and I just, I just decided, alright, I'm going to go get a drink, and then I'm going to come back and do trials. I'll be back soon, guys. And I must have pounded five beers in the first ten minutes I was there just because I was so frustrated. And I, I just, I couldn't do it. I came back, I sat at my computer, and I just turned off the, the host because there was no way I was going to do it. But, um, yeah, man, there's been a lot of rage with me before. Uh, let's see what we're saying here. Last week, oh, really, Ray J's? So Ray J's says, I, I typed in chat, what's the worst rage you've ever had? And Ray J's said, last week on Rumble, I snapped my disc. So he was playing Destiny, he was playing Rumble, and he snapped his disc. That is a little bit of rage, man. Like, to get so pissed off and like snap your disc, I, I can't do that. Uh, because I barely have any, I've done a I, discs I, I barely have any discs. Most oh most of my games are just downloaded. I did pick up the Japanese version of Destiny. I do have a YouTube video coming out soon where it's going to be kind of like a parody because I can listen to the game in Japanese and then I'm going to dub over some stuff in English and it's going to be kind of funny. So stay tuned for that. I'm hoping to have that out in a couple of weeks. But I don't have a bunch of discs for the games I play. So I don't ever have to worry about that. Um, yeah, I'm on the same now. But going back to 360, going back to 360, that was that was the thing. So like COD 4, I remember playing COD 4. We used to play like game battles and things like that. And uh, we're doing a clan match, and it was on ambush. I don't know if any any of you can remember the map ambush, but yep. you know you spawn either side. There's a big road. There's like a tank and shit in the middle. Well, I literally spawned, started this clan match, hit by a noob tube on the spawn fucking well pissed off <laughs> happened about four or five maybe six times in a row just took the disc straight out snapped it that was it done never bought another one i would say the most <laughs> and, uh, the most ragey map i ever played on on call of duty which was also the most fun map to ever play on call of duty was rust there was one yeah, of was there was one of using. one of two things was going to happen you were going to go in and have a 50 to 100 kill game where you were going to go in and have a 50 to 100 death game. Like, those were the only two yeah. options. There was nothing else that could happen. You were, 
you were just either going to have this happen or this happen, and I... Fuck, man. Fuck. That's all I can say. That was... That was a lot of rage. Um... <laughs> were you here for my infamous shoe incident? <laughs> I'm sorry, before I say that, Roche says, I remember throwing my original Xbox down a flight of stairs, and it's still working. Oh my gosh, I couldn't do that. Um... So yeah, I was, I, I had a shoe incident. I was having a bad weekend on trials, like a really bad weekend. Um, it was one of those weekends where all the guys that had been helping me out weren't around. And for the sake of running viewers, this this is when we were at like an 80% you're going to the lighthouse. And I, I feel that 80% for an average guy was pretty good. So I was running double runs the entire weekend, and I think we did, like, two flawless runs the whole time. And um, I started getting mad. We were losing games that we shouldn't lose, and I, I knew I had X amount of viewers watching. So I figured that they were kind of getting frustrated that I wasn't winning, and... Like, I, I know that they're here because they like the content I'm putting out. They're not here because I win every fucking game. If I, if, if I was winning every fucking game, I'd probably be partnered now. But I don't. And it was very frustrating to me. So I started looking around and seeing, like, all right, what do I have here? What can I throw? What can I kind of get pissed off at and take my aggression out on that? So, like, I had an empty bottle of Sprite next to me, and I just started pounding that as hard as I could on my desk. I started chucking that across the room. And then I was looking at my OBS screen, and I noticed that there was a big cardboard box right behind me from, from a delivery that we had gotten. So I knew if I just got pissed off and chucked something at that, it wouldn't, it wouldn't uh, break anything in my house. So, you know, I'm streaming, I'm in my house, I'm wearing slippers, or I'm wearing Crocs, or something like that, and it happened again, I was playing with these guys that, yes, Crocs, I was playing with these guys that just were not listening to a single thing I said, and I just got up, took my Croc off, and chucked that shit right across my kitchen into the cardboard box, because I knew it would get a reaction, and it did! It definitely did, and I got a lot of shit from a bunch of people about that for weeks. Weeks. It got to the point where I was banning people left and right in chat. Some of those guys are still banned in chat. I had unbanned them maybe two months ago, and they showed up in chat and still did it. I post a new YouTube video, like, once a week. I'll post a new YouTube video once a week, and they'll still come in and, like, they'll... Uh, what, the, what the fuck was it? It was, uh... Justice for Slipper. They'll, they'll just put that, the hashtag <laughs> Justice for Slipper. And I'm like, like, grow up. I did something stupid. Obviously, I was pissed off. Like, you've never done something. Ray J's is in chat saying that he fucking snapped a disc. Roche is saying he threw his Xbox down the stairs. So, everybody does stupid shit in this game. Everyone. Everyone, everyone, everyone. Guy, though, says the shoe incident incident left a legacy that went on and on for ages for me yes it did it was frustrating and you will never see that happen again you will never see that happen again the stupid thing 
the stupid thing is that you didn't just put the crocs in the bin where they belong. <laughs> that's the thing that's more rage inducing than anything else. We mean, There's only mean? one person on this planet who's allowed Crocs. Well, no, so you it's have like to... But, 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 dead. but I live in Japan. Alright. This is a country oh, where... You take, off shit, you take your shoes off, well, you, you put them on. You take them off, you put them on. Put slippers on. Uh, hang on, let, let's ask my wife. Do you have indoor shoes that you wear at work? At work? Yeah. Indoor shoes? Yeah, do you have like yeah. a, a pair of comfy shoes that you wear at work? Or do you just wear your heels? Or do you take your shoes off and just sit at your desk? What do you do? Speak up, because you're on. I wear heels, but some people have comfy shoes. Alright, so they do change their shoes when they get to work. Yeah, yeah, so so in my wife's case, she wears heels, but sometimes I think she said that she'll, like, kneel on her chair and take oh, yeah. her shoes off and stuff. So uh, Yeah, I did. Yeah, so she does. And then, but, like, for me, with my jobs, being a teacher over here, you're not allowed to wear shoes in school. Like... When I've asked my wife, when she was a kid, when she would go to school, what do you do? Oh, well, we wear our school shoes, because they all wear, like, casual, not casual, yeah. but they wear fucking uniforms. They wear jackets. Shoes. They wear yeah. jackets. They wear ties. They wear slacks, and they wear dress shoes every day. So they take off their shoes. when As soon as they get to school, the dress shoes that go with their suit come off and they put on them funky-ass, um, what they call wabaki, which is indoor slippers. Um, for me, for me at work, we wear Crocs. Because it's so much easier. Like, when I go to the bathroom at work, I have to take off my indoor shoes and put on a different pair of slippers to go into the fucking bathroom. So that's the reason why I have yeah. Crocs. I have many pairs of Crocs just for that. It's it's just how it works. But yes, I I will admit, on screen, live, I took a Croc and I chucked it the fuck across my kitchen. And it was the funniest thing I've ever done. It was absolutely hilarious. Um, Alright, let's get on to it the... It does sound good. It, it, was, it was hilarious. I wish you could have seen it. I'm sure there's a meme or something... Out there, I don't know. I ha I there should be. I, I pray to God there's not. But if there is, and you guys can find it, please send it to me. Um. All right, let's move on. This is something that you and I were talking about before we um before we started the podcast tonight, and it's the issue that has been lighting up my chat, lighting up other people's chats. You hear it constantly in Destiny. You hear it constantly in Call of Duty. You hear it constantly in Halo. And there's a... It's kind of like a split community on it. We're going to talk about teabagging. Now, even my wife knows what teabagging is because she, she actually got pissed off because I was teabagging. <laughs> Alright, she actually got pissed off because I was teabagging recently. Now... For me, I have no issues with it. I have no issues with teabagging. Not one bit. It is fun. It is absolutely fun to teabag somebody sometimes. There will be some cards where I just say to the people I'm playing with and the person that we're trying to help to the lighthouse, I will just say, guys, just want you to know right now, I'm going to walk up to this guy and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to teabag every single person I kill every round because it's fun I enjoy doing it I think it's funny sometimes 
And there are some people that do take it so personal. There are so many people that take it personal. Now, we were talking. And we were talking about Halo. Steph, tell me about Halo and teabagging. Halo and teabagging was a whole other thing. Teabagging and Halo was, was fun. It wasn't offensive. Uh, you know, quite often, you know, <laughs> let's say you were playing doubles, this would happen quite often. Like, one person would get an absolutely amazing four shot on you, and then your teammate and his teammate and him would all bag in a circle, like midway for a fight. And it was just like, yeah, that was sick. Well done. Have a bag. Um, whereas, like, now, teabagging is, I guess, done more with a malicious intent. It's sort of like, your shit, here's a teabag. I don't think, I think it was done the opposite way around, really, in Halo. It was more like, uh, yeah, that was sick, have a bag. Like, I don't, it wasn't, it wasn't really as aggressive, I don't feel, as it is nowadays. I don't know what shifted that to a more aggressive thing, but, like, I mean, there was really aggressive teabagging in Halo 3, like, absolutely, without a doubt, because that's just, like, that's where teabagging was, like, born, really. Oh, yeah. Everybody was doing it. And it was fun as fuck. It was, yeah, fun. it was fine. Like no one really had a problem with it. Like you wouldn't be getting messages about it. That's for sure. Um, but I mean, coming from from someone who played a lot of Halo Three and didn't really have a problem with teabagging initially, now I do have a problem with it. It does annoy me. Um, like certain games more than any, it really annoys me. Like um, I mean, teabagging now has become kind of ingrained in first-person shooter culture. You can pretty much teabag in every game you play. This first-person shooter. People teabag all over with. I got teabagged on Dark Souls 3 the other day. <laughs> Fucking, I, I didn't even know you could do it, but oh, yeah, someone did. Funny. Someone literally killed me and then did sit down emotes on me. Fucking stupid. But yeah, literally, like, you just get teabagged all the time, no matter where you are, what you're doing. And um, certain times I feel it's like acceptable. So at the end of a game of trials, you've won the game, you know, their orbs are there. You might give them a cheeky bag. That's all right, innit? There's nothing wrong with that. But like, first round, first kill, teabag. Fuck that annoys me. <laughs> like, that really does. Now, Nut in chat, he says that he'll bag if somebody does it to him first. Um, what about you with that? Like, if somebody bags you, are you just gonna go bag him back, or are you gonna wait and see what the outcome of the game is oh, yeah. first? Oh, absolutely. If I get bagged, I'm bagging everything I get. Like, in Rainbow Six, quite often in the first round of a game of ranked where there could be like six rounds. Someone bags me if I die. Fucking hell. I pray to God everyone that I kill is getting bagged. I'm bagging all the fucking time. I'm even drop shotting people, getting up and bagging. Literally, I can't stand them. Um, are, you, <laughs> so, are you, like, are you ever the happens. instigator? That's what I want to know. I don't ever really instigate it. I mean, occasionally, there's there's some people who I have a bit of a feud with. Like, I see their, their tag pop up and I'm like, oh, it's that prick again. I'm bagging him the second I get anywhere near him. Um, <laughs> there's been a, an occasion before where I've actually played as a guy called Rook on defense who drops armor. I've run out in front of the attackers, put my armor down, dropped a teabag just to piss them off, and then went back inside and let them have the armor. Um, just because it's some cunt I know, basically, who I, who I hate on the other team. Now, like, alright, so last night, uh, the, last night, the last run of the weekend for me in Trials, we, um... We came up against a team, the map this week was, uh, Rustlands. And we came up against a team that, in the ninth game, they weren't a good team, per se. I mean, 
any team can win, and we've lost to worse teams than what they were. So, but they never came out of their spawn. They had the head glitch of all head glitches. I mean, they were playing on that rubble mound that's all the way back by the water. They were head glitching the big semi-truck that's out there. They were head glitching the, the walls on 7, on top and on bottom. And it was really frustrating. We actually dropped our first two rounds. So finally I said to uh, Spam, I said, Alright, we need to just rush up there, straight ahead, and just attack them. Because if they're just going to head glitch with rangy weapons, let's bring the fight up close. And we did, and we ended up winning 5-2. to two. But, that first round that we won, I was the instigator. I walked right up, and I went bag, 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 bag. Because they were just sitting there. They weren't playing the game. They were just sitting in the back hiding. Now, I understand, everybody in the game has a different way of going flawless. You'll bitch about, oh, this person's going in viz, I can't stand that, that's bullshit. Oh, this guy's using sticky nades, it's so fucking broken. But, every team has a way of going flawless. Pre, uh, before this new meta dropped, which saw sidearms jump up 59% in usage and seen shotguns drop 59%, if you came up against a triple titan team with jug shields and shotguns, I don't care how good you are, that was going to be the hardest game of your card. And sadly, it was. It was one of the hardest games of the card. But... I would be the instigator, and I have no issues being the instigator sometimes, because sometimes I just want to have fun with it. Sometimes I just want to come up and go, bag, 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 and it pisses some people off. Now, I've been going into, um, I've been going into other Twitch, Twitch streams recently on my secret alt Twitch account, which nobody is ever going to know what it is, and... I've also been having fun just trolling people. Like, it has been so much fun. Now, I'm not doing it to anger somebody. Like, I'll go in... Yesterday, I, I was just scrolling through the directory, and I went into one guy's chat. And his bot had a thing up for... Trials of Osiris carries for 10 pounds. So, he's in the UK. And... It directed you to a, an eBay link. And I lost it. Like, I just lost that this guy was selling carries on eBay. I knew some people had been doing that. I thought that kind of died out because... <laughs> we know someone who does that. <laughs> Hang on, £10? We know someone who was doing it for $60, mate. So <laughs> Yes, I, I understand that. But, I, you know my stance. When I did start this, I did yeah. I did charge. When I did start my Twitch channel, I did charge $10 for a priority run. But I always made sure that they knew it was not a guaranteed run. I always made sure. And it was uh, frustrating because I didn't want to do that. I felt terrible knowing that somebody was giving me $10 or $15 or $20 and I wasn't bringing them flawless like if we weren't bringing them flawless i felt terrible and that happened and it happened a lot and i completely stopped doing that now the only way i do yeah i do any monetization on trials runs 
is on Saturdays when I give my subscribers, the guys who support my channel monthly through GameWisp, I give them top priority. But same thing goes. I do not guarantee them that they're going to go flawless with me. I guarantee that they're going to play, and I'm going to try my best not to get angry. And for the most part, one thing that for the most part, I don't get angry with them. Was, but when you when you first started um, streaming, and you did do charging and and stuff for, for some runs, um, it was it was supposed to be like a learning experience, and a lot of the players who. Like, not all of them, but a lot of the players who paid you for runs, they had never gone flawless before. A lot of them eventually ended up going flawless. It might not have been in one week, it might have been a couple of weeks. But also, you know, you, you went through with them and you, you helped to teach them how to play, how to play trials, and you went looked at their classes and you helped them set their classes up, helped them choose the weapons. And with a game like Destiny, sometimes it's difficult to, to know where to start with that. You just use what you think looks cool or what you think works well, but... So, you know, it's not obvious to, to everybody how to do that stuff. And I feel if you're paying someone £10 and you don't get your flawless, but you've had a, a, an experience where you now can play the game quite a lot better than you could before, yeah. I don't feel like you've, you've like, ripped anybody off because of that. I think that was fine. I, um, I don't know if you see... Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah, like it was... absolutely. I don't know if you see in chat, Roche just uh, typed in, I knew of someone doing $5 a match. He says the carry would have to pay five dollars before every match. Wow, that's ridiculous! Like, all right, we got you the win. You want me to keep going? Those guys could easily just be like, all right, we're gonna fuck this guy's card up and then start all over again. And he, if he wants his flawless, he's gonna end up paying a hundred bucks for it. I think that's ridiculous. Five dollars before every match. This, but well, you think about that. That's seven games per card. I, I right? think some of this though is. Yeah, but I feel like some of this though is at the consumer's fault too. I mean, not being funny. Who pays that? If you're paying that, you're stupid. Like, I don't. There's so many other options to do that. You don't need to pay five dollars a match. If you're paying five dollars a match. You're stupid. Like, it's that simple. Like, they deserve to be paying $5 a match, as far as I'm concerned. You can't be bothered to check what's around. You can't be bothered to, to actually think, is this a good way of getting this or not? Then, fuck it. Pay $5 for all I care. Just seems like a really stupid thing to be doing. Um, <laughs> like, I know that I'm sounds just, well harsh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. No, I understand. Um... All right, let's let's kind of push off of that because we're kind of moving into a different thing, and we're supposed to be talking about know, raging and teabagging. Well, one thing I want. Yeah, go ahead. I've, I've got one thing I want to say about teabagging actually. Um, like I forgot to mention this earlier, but like I, I do play a little bit of Overwatch, and um, I do main Anna, and I think it's pretty. Sorry, one second. I do think it's pretty pretty interesting how she has an emote which is actually a teabag. Like her, one of her set emotes that you can unlock is her dipping a tea bag into a cup multiple times, um, and she's actually got a uh, spray which is just says tea time, which people pop as a tea bag instead of actually tea bagging. And I just think it's pretty pretty cool that they've embraced that in a kind of funny, light-hearted way. Um, and like tea bagging isn't really a problem in Overwatch because the game is so hectic. You can do it, everybody can do it, but there's there's certain times where, you know, you might wipe a whole team and suddenly drop an emote or drop a spray or something, and it's, it's pretty cool. It's done in a kind of light-hearted way, I feel. 
it can be fucking annoying, like, but <laughs> it's done in a light-hearted way. This motherfucker... Something like Destiny. This motherfucker, I was standing on top of the ball, and he just fucking ripped my ball away and kicked it off the edge. So now I'm standing here and I'm fucking teabagging him. Now I'm getting teabagged by Joby. Yo, what's up, Joby? How you doing, man? But it's like, oh, now he's back. What the fuck, man? These guys are bagging me. This is bullshit. I can't deal with this anymore. I'm going to fucking have to chuck my controller or something across the room. Like, I just can't deal with that shit. Alright. Anyway. So, I asked in chat, why do people have an issue with teabagging? Um, Ray J says, I don't mind it, unless the guy is really bad and is beating me. But, don't you feel that if, if there's a player who is below the, below your skill, I feel that if they beat you, they've got every right to bag you. That is them saying, yo, dude, you just got fucked up by a guy that's not that good. It depends, though, doesn't it? it there's ways, means, like, let's just say, you know, you're amazing with a, a sidearm or a, you know, a fucking hand cannon or something, and you can land them three shots all the time, and then some cunt just runs at you with a drug shield and shotguns <laughs> you, and then starts bagging all over the place. It's like, fuck off, mate, learn to actually but, play the game. But we don't have that issue like, anymore, that. because jug, really shield, duck, jug shield no. disables in the air now, so you've just <laughs> got to be on the ground rushing. Yeah. There's no more evading in the air, garrison, get your jug shield back, and pop in for yeah, a shotgun. Fine. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but you, know, you get what I'm saying, though. Like, it's not always a case of somebody, somebody, like, being worse than you, killing you, and then it's like, yeah, fair enough, they have a right to bag. Because if they're just being, basically, exploiting broken mechanics, or they're just really stupidly lucky. Like, people who use luck in the chamber and shit, and they'll kill you with a two-shot, and they'll be like, bag, 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 bag. And it's like, yeah, you, you literally are a dick. Right. <laughs> you've not actually fairly traded that you know I've right. got three shot you and you two shot me because you land a lucky bullet so like, so Ro Roche really says nice. bagging for me uh, or yeah bags come down to situations to be honest I agree and I disagree yeah, because I like know. I said I'm I'll instigate it I'll be the guy that goes up and like the geeky guy right here, he can't see me, obviously, he's in his menus, but, like, I'll be the guy that kind of just goes up and drops a bag, and I'm not doing it because I hate hate him. I'm not doing it because I think he's shit. I'm doing it because I'm having fun. I'm having a yeah, bunch yeah, of fun I doing mean, it. You're right. I mean, it is contextual, and it is how it's being perceived, and it is down to situation. But, I mean, when you talk about instigating it, I've got a friend who I play Rainbow Six with, probably the best player I play with, actually, a guy called Wolf of Parisia, and, um... He, he instigates bagging on purpose to gain an advantage. So Rainbow Six is a very kind of uh, slow-paced, methodical game where you can sit tight, you can wait, you can watch your angles, and it's all about very, very, very precise shooting, very quick movement, um, and understanding of the map. And at the end of a round, Dan bags every time. He does it on purpose, he does it, he does it to wind them up, get them angry, let them make mistakes. And it works. There's some games where we play against a team who is pretty much better than us. They know they're better than us. The first two rounds, they'll beat us. Dan will drop a bag. The first round, we win. That's it then. They're raging. <laughs> they start rushing in. They make mistakes. They don't barricade stuff and up properly. They're too busy trying to kill us on the spawn. Yeah. Um, and and, and that, it works. And that gets into the next thing I wanted to say. So, you guys will all know that when Destiny first started taking off, I... 
I didn't like teabagging people unless they absolutely deserved it. I was one of those guys that was, all right, I'm not going to bag unless I get bagged. And because I, I, I knew that it offended people. So then I was doing a card um, with one of my buddies from Envisioned, who I still do talk to. It's not who we think it is. And I I said to him, we're... we're no, no, it's not Terror. And we were running... No, not Terror. And we were running a card, and we came up against... First, we came up against Wishy Luck. It was ridiculous. But um, we reset the card, and... Every game throughout the card, he was, he was bagging. And I said, I said, why do you, why do you bag every single round? Why do you bag them every single round? And you want to know what he said? He said, I'm getting in yeah, there. He said, he said, I'm getting in their head. And to to be honest, it, yeah, it does. does. Let me ask you guys a question, guys. You get tea bagged. When you get tea bagged, what's the first thing you say? motherfuckers bagging me is basically what I say every time. That's what you say. Ah, uh, they're bagging. Ah, uh, this son of a bitch just bagged me. Ah, uh, they bagged me again. Ah, uh, they're still bagging me. Ah, uh, he's on my orb. He's still bagging me. And you want to know why? I like to drop the MLG Pro Rage. And That's it, what I like to do. And it frustrates you. For some people, one yeah. little... You can come up to a guy and just drop one, two, three slow bags on him. And that is going to put you on tilt the rest of the game. And it's happened to every one of us. You've played a game where a guy bagged you and it, you got so frustrated and it put you on tilt. And I've had it happen to me too. And then you'll come up against some teams where they just don't give a fuck. They just don't care. Yeah. I mean, I think some of it is it's down to like being able to keep your cool in the right situations. Like in a game like Rainbow Six, keeping your cool is is something that you need to do. If you're the last person alive left in the round, sometimes you can feel like, oh fuck, right, like all hope is gone. But you can clean up, you can kill all five, you can win right. if you play objective. And um, like sometimes it's all about keeping cool. And anything that you can do that stops your opponent from keeping their cool is is obviously an advantage. For me, teabagging rages me out. Right. I, I, I do my best to stay really calm and collected when I play, but teabagging, fucking hell. Just, there's <laughs> something about it. Now, alright, let's let's just go back into the Destiny universe for a second. We're talking about bagging, alright? Here I am, I'm standing in front of the geeky guy here on Xbox, and I'm teabagging him. But, I've got all these emotes. I just cried for the geeky guy. I can dance on him, I can dab on him. There are so many things that you can do. So many different emotes. They put in an emote. Where the fuck is it? Uh, I'm not going to go get it. But I mean, like, they put in an emote that you could just teabag a dude. The sumo wrestler. You know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. Look, I can it. just drop you the thumbs down and be like, oh, well, that was a bad move. You did something stupid. So, like, there's so many emotes and you don't hear it so much. Like... Oh, he's bagging me. Ah, oh, he just gave well, me the thumbs down. He just well, he, dabbed on thing, me and though. shit like that. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. The emotes are like a risk-reward thing because it takes time to do. You can't just, like, quickly pop them. Whereas, like, a teabag, you can, you can like, kill somebody and then teabag whilst you're killing somebody else. Like, so, it's... Do you know what I mean? I mean, I think that's why people don't necessarily do emotes as much. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I think emotes are a nice choice in, to add into the game, and some of them could be quite funny. I like the uh, the one where you clap sarcastically. I used to. It was like claps. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Way. I, yeah, I used to use it in the raid all the time. Someone would do something really stupid, cost us it, and I'd just clap sarcastically what, all the time. What was your favorite emote to use? Um, was that it? Your favorite emote? That, probably that one. If not that one, it was actually the sumo, the teabag. Like, but it's just because it's a teabag, isn't it? It was just a more inventive way of doing a teabag. I like the Carlton dance, man. I honestly dance, couldn't man. believe the other day. The Carlton dance is good. Like, mm. in all seriousness, though, like in I don't know, you've probably not played Dark Souls, but in Dark Souls you can nope. do emotes, okay? Okay. In a similar way. I'm not going to segue too far, but like people normally would do like a point, or they would do all kinds of things, a wave. They can do all kinds of bows and things, and all this chivalrous like action. And there's just one emote you get where you sit down with a beer in your hand, sort of thing, and you get it at a certain junction in the game. All right. Dark Souls yep. And yes, it was about three or four days ago, I got teabagged with that. And it's the first time I'd ever seen it. I'd never thought of doing it before. And it actually made me laugh. Like, it would normally have annoyed the fuck out of me, but I actually got teabagged by it. And it was like, actually, that was quite cool and quite funny. Um, it was like a teabag in an unexpected teabag place. Um, but it's weird. I mean, there's something about first-person shooters specifically in which teabagging is, like, I don't know, ingrained in the culture. If you were playing Monopoly, it wouldn't, like bankrupt your mum and then suddenly just fucking drop a teabag on the table, would you? You know what I mean? But like, in, in FPS, all the time. Constantly I'm, teabags. I'm just sitting in the tower, I'm actually in the emotes kiosk right now, and I was just looking at the Jazz Hands emote. I think that was the ultimate, like, you just got fucked. I absolutely love it. Because it's just, yeah. it's, it's funny, man. You're throwing some spirit fingers at a dude, and I don't know. Uh, there's been some good emotes. Oh, they're, they're there's been, that, you know, that, we've got all the dances. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're doing the jazz hands while they take your money. They're doing the yeah. jazz hands while they take your money. They're, they're laughing at you. They're like, Haha, look at all this gear you've got. Put it in the bin, Destiny 2, jazz hands. That's what that emote is. I'm, and, you want to buy yeah. some silver? Jazz hands. I, exactly. Now I'm kind of wondering, with the microtransactions, like, you look at something like, like the uh, Do It emblem. I've got it up on screen right now. If you, if you guys don't know, that was yeah. made famous by Shia LaBeouf and him going fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. And they've got that exact emote on here. Like, is there a yeah, way that cost a fortune they, they had to they had to have paid for that? You absolutely had to have paid yeah, yeah. for that. Or they've got the uh, where was it? Uh, where was it? I I was just looking at it a few minutes ago. It was the just bring it. Oh, it's gonna kill me if I if I don't find it. It was bring it on. It's just like The Rock from WWE. He would stand there, put his hand out, and call you in to just bring it. So, anyway, just on to that. Like this is what I'm saying. There are so many emotes in so many games nowadays that I just feel that teabagging should be absolutely irrelevant. Yes, there are people that do it because they do it because they're assholes. I do it because sometimes I have a good time. Maybe I'm having a bad day. And it's just kind of easing my stress a little bit. Like, to go in and maybe, you know, we just reset a card and it was a really tough loss. And we want to just... We just want to pub stomp the first team that we go up against. And we 5-0 them and we drop some bags. It, it, to me, sometimes it's a stress reliever. Sometimes it's a stress inducer. It, I, I guess it goes both ways, you know? But... I do it's it. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Exactly, it is. And I don't care who you are in any game. If you tell me that you've... Like, you guys can bitch about teabagging, but if you've never done it, I don't believe you. 
If if I get somebody in a party and they say I have never I teabagged have a single person, I'm gonna kick you that kick you out of my party, because I'm I just don't believe you. Can't can't like do you, it. You were talking earlier on about your your um, wife knowing about teabagging, and I actually had a similar thing. I got told off by my by my girlfriend for for basically messaging some guy about teabagging me. So I explained what it was, and then she <laughs> saw me do it. I don't know. Like ten minutes later, um, and she was just like, "Oh, that's a bit hypocritical, isn't it?" And I thought, actually, well, yeah, I guess it is. Uh, you know, I'm messaging somebody because he's teabagged me, and here's me dropping a bag on someone else. But I mean, it's all part of the game. It is still rage inducing, though. Like, it's probably the number one thing, other than really bad teammates, that makes me rage. Like, it probably is that. At least, like, the second biggest rage inducer is teabagging, for me. All right. Well. There you have it. All right, guys, we're going to start to uh, shut down here. I want to thank you all for joining us on the second episode of the Son of a Glitch podcast. If you guys are watching live on Twitch, thank you so much. I do appreciate that. Uh, if you're watching live or watching the replay of this on YouTube, uh, if you have any comments or anything, please leave it in the comments section below. Don't forget to click the subscribe button. It's absolutely free. Uh, we'll be update, uploading all of the videos from the live Twitch here on the YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com slash Uh You guys can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash as well as on Twitter at RightyRavita. Um, this is also going to be on iTunes. If you are listening on iTunes, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It will be out every week. It is not just a Destiny podcast. You guys all know that my main focus in gaming is Destiny. We are we do refer to it a lot, but we're trying to talk about different aspects of gaming, and that is the ultimate goal. Um, so thank you guys for watching. Uh, Steph, thank you for joining yet again. Hopefully Monster will be back next week. No worries. Um, I really appreciate it, man. And I hope you guys all have a good day or a good night. Cheers for having me. Yeah, man. I'll see you later.